0: From the Ohio News Network, this
1: is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, November 1st, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. A four-year-old child has died after being hit by a vehicle in Northeast Columbus last night. More from ONN's Tracy Townsend.
0: The little one was wearing a costume at the time. It was trick-or-treat, of course. Police say a woman was also seriously hurt. The woman and the child were in a crosswalk, according to police, with flashing lights when they were hit. Police say the man behind the wheel stayed there at the scene. They do not know whether charges will be filed. I'm Tracy Townsend.
1: A man charged in connection with the murder of the grandson of former Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson has been found guilty. ONN's Eric Brown reports. Robert Shepard was accused of luring 24-year-old Frank Q. Jackson to a Cleveland home where he was later shot and killed in September 2021. Investigators believe Jackson had been lured to the area by Shepard to pick up his dirt bike. Former Cleveland Mayor Jackson was in attendance for opening arguments last week. Shepard will be sentenced at a later date, and so far police have made no other arrests in connection with the case. Eric Brown, ONN News. There's an Ohio connection to the tragedy in South Korea over the weekend, where more than 150 people were killed in a crowd surge at a Halloween celebration. Ann Gieske, a 20-year-old University of Kentucky nursing student, was one of the Americans killed. She was the niece of Ohio Congressman Brad Wenstrup, who represents Southwest Ohio. Five kids were involved in stealing a corrections officer's keys and freeing themselves Saturday night at the Circleville Juvenile Correctional Facility. ONN's Andrew Kinsey has more.
0: The Department of Youth Services saying a child assaulted the officer and stole their keys, then freed four others, and they locked themselves inside of a building for 30 minutes. Three of the kids involved in this incident were involved in a similar incident a week earlier at the Indian River Juvenile Correctional Facility. A criminal investigation now underway. I'm Andrew Kinsey.
1: There's new information about the deadly explosion and fire at the BP Refinery near Toledo in September. ONN's Tiffany Tarpley. As the story.
0: Investigators with the U.S. Chemical Safety and Hazard Investigation Board believe an accidental release of chemicals led to that explosion. Two men were killed, Brothers Ben and Max Morrissey of Oregon. Oh. CSB says its team has already interviewed more than 80 people for the investigation and plans to interview 20 to 30 more. OSHA and the Steel Workers Union are doing their own separate investigations. Those results have not been released yet, though. The plant has been offline since that explosion in September. In the newsroom, Tiffany Tarpley.
1: The Ohio Board of Education is setting a new date to continue discussing an expanded definition of discrimination and Title IX. ONN's Angela Ann reports.
0: Last night, the board president introduced her own resolution. She urged lawmakers to oppose Title IX changes, and those changes would allow transgender students access to bathrooms, locker rooms, and sports teams. If schools do not comply, they will lose federal funds. Board members argued for hours trying to reach a consensus. I'm Angela Ann.
1: A Northeast Ohio doctor who claimed the COVID vaccine makes you magnetic is under Ohio Medical Board investigation. More from ONN's Tracy Townsend.
0: The Middleburg Heights physician who gained national attention by telling Ohio lawmakers that COVID nineteen vaccines magnetize their recipients and interface with 5G towers is facing the possibility of losing her license to practice medicine. In a letter written last month, the State Medical Board of Ohio informed Dr. Sherry Tenpenny that it is considering a range of punishments, including including permanently revoking her license due to her refusal to cooperate in an investigation dating back for more than a year. The reason for the investigation into Tinpenny was not made clear in the letter. Tracy Townsend, ONN News.
1: Just a week before the midterm elections, campaigning is intensifying in the states that will decide the balance of power in Congress, and Ohio is a part of that group. Democrat Congressman Tim Ryan and Republican J.D. Vance are in a close race for the Senate seat being vacated by retiring Republican Rob Portman. The two will meet on stage tonight for a town hall hosted by Fox News in Columbus. Ohio voters are turning out to vote early, both in person and by absentee ballot. ONN's Amy Steigerwald has more. As we get closer to Election Day, many are requesting those absentee ballots, especially as that deadline to do that gets closer. If you are planning to vote absentee, requesting your ballot as soon as possible is becoming more and more important as we near Election Day. The deadline to request that ballot is this Saturday at noon. Your ballot must be postmarked then by the day before Election Day in order for it to be counted. However, right now, USPS is anticipating ballots could take anywhere from two to five days to make it to your board of elections during election week. In Columbus, Amy Sagerwald. The Cincinnati Bengals traveled to Cleveland for the Battle of Ohio on Monday Night Football last night. ONN's Adam King has details. No
0: score in this game until late second quarter. And you know, there's no need for a quarterback when you have Nick Chubb. He's up the middle for the first score of the game. We're going to the second half. Brown's up 11, and this time it's... Jacoby Brissett, you saw Nick Chubb under center playing quarterback. Now you got Jacoby Brissett playing running back. He's into the end zone looking like Superman scoring the touchdown there. And the Browns starting to run away with this one. Up 18 to nothing, but far from done. Everybody getting in on the fun. Now Amari Cooper sending the Bengals back to Cincinnati with a very unhappy Halloween. The Browns win 32 to 13. I'm Adam King.
1: Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News
0: Network.